We are live. So I have to let me know when people start getting in the room, because uh, as you know, I often I, I, I often blame myself for things, yet I often also uh, can't understand that I could possibly be wrong in some instances. Mm hmm. So I want people to start accumulating in here so I have some sort of backup. Okay. I mean I'm getting I'm about to get crushed. <laughs> because the text exchanged the text exchange I had this morning was truly infuriating. Hey, you know what? I agree with you. I agree. You don't even have to have backup. I understand. No, no, no. <laughs> we'll go through it bit by bit. I don't you don't need the backup. So are there people here to to at least vote on whether or not I'm crazy? There's a few. Okay, that's all I need. Everyone's still probably hungover from yesterday. All I, all I need is a few sane individuals to sympathize with me here. So I said, I told Craig last night, I was like, maybe we'll do a show. I don't know if there's going to be anything I want to talk about, but um, uh, maybe we'll do a show on Sunday because it's going to be a weird week. Just so you guys know, this might even be the free episode. I have no idea. Schedule is going to be fucked up this week because some broad had to go and die. So the schedule is going to be a bit uh, wacky this week. Yep. Um, so uh, this morning I saw some stories I wanted to talk about and I sent them to Craig. And uh, when he woke up or saw them or whatever, he responded and just said, uh, what time do you want to do the show? And I said, uh, how about 20 minutes? No, I'm sorry. Let me backtrack. No, that was correct. No, no, no. I, <laughs> this is pivotal. Oh, this yeah. Text yeah, yeah. is pivotal. Yes, it is. Uh, you said, what time do you want to do the show? I said, what works best for you? <laughs> Couldn't be a nicer guy. That was what, great. What time works best for you, pal? <laughs> I say with a smile on my face. Yeah. And the response I get is, Whenever, man. <laughs> like, I'm the fuzz. Harsh and is mellow. I, I was real stoned, man. <laughs> like, I'm I'm keeping him down. <laughs> hey, yo, yo, teach. <laughs> Don't tell me when I got to be there. <laughs> I was like, all right. Uh, so I say, so whenever, to me, um, typically that means uh, when, being the time, can be any that I choose. So I say, how's 20 minutes? And Craig responds, I didn't know you meant this second. <laughs> to which I thought, I didn't. I meant, how's 20 minutes from now? <laughs> that seems like for this show, more than enough time to prepare. <laughs> yeah. so he says, uh, give me till 10. And I said, uh, okay, that's fine. And then he goes, I not, never mind. Let's do noon. And I go, boy, this whenever seems to have a lot of restrictions on it. Yeah. they Guess what, Mike? You want to know what happened and why all the restrictions started happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You dumb kids. <laughs> no. Oh, why? Tell my, me. My lovely wife. <laughs> I didn't speak to her before oh, wow. I, before I, uh, you know. <laughs> before I was like, yeah, so why not? The, and again, and uh, I've said this to Justin. This is, I would say, Justin's uh, flaw that I've said to him before is he works incredibly hard, yet uh, there are times where it seems like he doesn't want to tell me he can't do something, so he just doesn't respond. I re so I say, hey, man, like, tell me, and I'll sympathize with you, but if you don't say anything, like... <laughs> Whenever man makes me think like, get off my ass, buddy. <laughs> I'll do whatever the fuck you want. You know me. <laughs> and then I throw one time out there and it's like, well, that's, well, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> well, no, what happened was you said the time and I, I, so I walked out of the room and I, I went to her and I was like, Hey, we're going to record it in, in like a little bit. And she's like, the fuck you are. And I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get the sense the missus doesn't care for this um, uh, hobby you've picked up. <laughs> no, she's growing, growing more disdain for it by the day. Does she flat out say that or is it just, uh, you know, she's, somewhat subtle? It's like, um, uh, I feel alone. You're always doing like literal fights. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. <laughs> and I go, do you not understand how much fun I'm having though? <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't the right answer. Well, <laughs> auditions for my next producer start. Uh, whenever you stop hearing, from, if you haven't heard from Craig in more than 20 minutes on Twitter, <laughs> then you know something must be wrong. So that's when auditions start. 
Uh, did you feel like a big star this weekend? No, I was trying to hide naturally. And, yeah. uh, Men about town. I just, you now I, trying I, to hide. I just, be, I more or less stayed in Gig's tent and then just like <laughs> would come see you in Warthog every once in a while. Yes. Well, uh, yeah, I know uh, some people may be watching because I saw a couple tweets saying like uh, we need a recap from last night. But uh, a couple things I saw Kirk saying uh, and he said it last night as well that it's going to be exclusive. So I don't know. I imagine we talk about it tomorrow, but I have no idea. I certainly don't want to spoil anything. Um, so I don't know how much I can even say. But I'll say this. Uh, I saw Kirk reply to a couple tweets. And I think it's very funny that people are so entitled that it makes me think like some people have never, maybe they just don't exist outside of Twitter because like to get in an argument with someone like, Oh, you only sold a certain amount of tickets to a show and then don't release it to us. It was, yeah, it was fucking packed last night too. That it's like, yeah, that's how every concert or live show essentially works. (laughs) Except every other one he's done, by the way, everyone has been uh, broadcast (laughs) <laughs> like on the RSS feed, but like this one isn't, I guess. So I don't know. Like that's every comp. I don't fucking, uh, uh, if I, if I didn't get tickets to see Bill Burr, I don't tweet at him the next day. Like, well, can I, why can't I watch it on YouTube? It's like, I don't know. Cause I sold tickets to the fucking thing. You should have bought them. <laughs> no, uh, but you did, you did redeem yourself last night, which was nice. I did. Okay. No, you're, you're out of your fucking mind. It started slow. Because it was awkward as fuck because Kirk was like right in your ear, like literally, <laughs> literally right in your ear. And then when you thought yeah, he left, when you thought he left, he more or less licked your ear. Like he got right. uh, It's so uncomfortable. Even the, even when you have uh, something prepared, it's fucking brutal to have people just staring at you. It's like, okay. Well, here's, I don't even, I can't even see them. I just feel them staring at me. Well, here's the problem too, is you thought you were bombing. Yes. So, like the first part, you obviously started slow because it, once Kirk left the stage, you you got on a roll and you started like trashing him a little bit. I don't like this either, by the way. I don't like uh, no, no. I don't like praise or criticism. I'd like people to not speak of me. Yeah. <laughs> in any in any manner. <laughs> and then, uh, you, you, everyone was fucking laughing, like everybody. And you're like, man, okay. I'm you're like, I'm really bombing here. And I'm like, no, keep going, stop it. <laughs> I hope they enjoyed them. And I have uh, I, the only other thing I'll say is I have one minor defensive. Cullinane for tomorrow that I'll bring up tomorrow mm-hmm. and um, that I didn't know. I didn't know until after the show. Uh, and uh, I guess there was some physical altercation. Oh, yeah. So I guess <laughs> all this and more will be brought up tomorrow. But other than that, I don't I don't want to say anything because, I, you know, I don't know what's uh, Wait, what's privileged information. Which physical altercation are you talking? The one with the well, guy that there's more than one. Are you talking about the one that uh, is a parody of you kind of? Boy, the subtlety of this guy. He really knows how to tea. Why don't you just say the names? <laughs> I guess yeah, I guess this will be coming out after tomorrow's show anyway. Oh no, be before. Jesus. Uh, BPM? That one? What I was kidding when I said why don't you just say the names? <laughs> <laughs> well, you come the fuck on. That was horrible. <laughs> <sighs> I said the subtlety of this guy. Why don't you just go ahead and say the names? I was mocking your lack of okay. subtlety. Oh, but here's the thing, Mike. There's 5,000 people that are around with parody accounts of you. So it was pretty That's fair. It's pretty subtle. That's fair. <laughs> uh, yeah. So all this and more, I'm sure, will be discussed. Everyone tomorrow. already knows. Maybe uh, you can go fuck yourself if you weren't there. I don't know what the what the drill is going to be. But uh, uh, that's about it from last night. Uh, also, I think to myself, when this stuff comes up, like if we do a live show or something, I think, um, uh, would I rather talk about it on a podcast with one of this generation's great broadcasters that gets hundreds of thousands of downloads or with Craig? <laughs> it's a real dilemma I have to work, <laughs> to wrestle with. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't think, I think the choice is pretty obvious. Me. Right, of course. <laughs> yeah. You're nicer to me, I get. You'll kiss my ass a little more. I, that is nice. <laughs> the, the funniest thing that happened to me yesterday, though, is uh, some guy that listened to Very Good Show was walking up with like his uh, 16 month old kid. Here's where we hear about a very good show. No, I scared Can't save the kid's life. No, this was no, no, no. This was <laughs> complete opposite, actually. And I felt terrible. Uh, he comes up and he starts talking to me about Franco. 
you mm. know, my crackhead neighbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, nice. And then, uh, you know, his kid starts fist bumping everyone around me. And he's <laughs> laughing. He's got the biggest smile. And then he f- I put my fist out for him to fist bump me. And I do like the fake, oh, my God, that hurt. Like, ooh. <laughs> and I scared the fucking shit out of this kid. <laughs> He starts. He starts crying and wouldn't stay. Like wouldn't stop staring at me to make sure. Like I was always in his sights. And I was like, I was like, I was oh, like, I ran away. I'm like, dude, I am so sorry. Terrorizing children. Yeah, it was a bad luck. Real bad luck. Well, that's fun. Well, I hope everyone had a lovely time, and I'm sure we'll uh, talk about it more tomorrow. But yeah. um, ah, shit, I can't remember the order of things I wanted to get into today. Um, we got. Uh, the Stephen Colbert and Chuck Schumer shit, which is weird. yeah, I don't know. Oh, you know what I? Uh, this was mentioned last night briefly as well, mm-hmm. but I do think it's very funny that uh, the the that guy Mike Richards that got hired as the host of Jeopardy. Yeah, I like the idea of like someone saying there is no place for misogyny or sexism in the host. Seat for Jeopardy. That belongs to the executive producer. <laughs> I'm qualified to be the executive producer. Us misogynists stay in that role and we know our place. I didn't know the fucking guy didn't step down from that job. I, didn't, I thought he stepped down altogether. I, I didn't figure that out either. I did not know that either. <laughs> that is bizarre to just be like, no, no, no. What I did was horrible. I was, uh, so I will keep my high-profile job behind the scenes. <laughs> that, was, that was the thing, <laughs> and too. And just not host. With the, um, at the, when you guys were talking about it last night, like, um, if you laugh just because of the, the way you're at, you miss some stuff, like the follow-up. So something was said about that, and I started laughing. And then Tony from uh, Better Than He Used To Be just goes, you know that guy kept his executive producer role? And I go, get the fuck out of here. No, he didn't. <laughs> Turns out it was true. <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense to me. No. Which, which, by the way, I don't think you should have been fired at all. No. I think you should. I think you're capable of hosting Jeopardy if you made fun of your co-host on a podcast eight years ago. Yeah, didn't he? I, I think those two can coexist. Didn't he say something about her boobs or something? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's we. I guess if you want someone, you know, like we didn't know anything about Alex Trebek. So as far as we, I mean, he could have been an asshole for all I know. Everyone says he's a great guy. I don't know anything about him. Mm-hmm. But uh, like he had the fo- good fortune of not being a young man in the podcasting and social media era. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. I don't know if this guy's a shithead or just made jokes on a podcast. But it's like, is first of all, why are we watch Jeopardy now? You just broke up a little bit there. Say it again. I said, why are we all pretending we watch Jeopardy now? Uh, I don't know. Like, like I see it every day, the Hollywood Reporter, and it's trending on Twitter and all this shit. Like, who's going to host Jeopardy? How about this? Who gives a fuck? Who hosts every other game show? I don't know. Have you ever watched a full episode of Jeopardy? Uh, well, you know what's sad is uh, I have uh, indulged in marijuana and watched a full season of Jeopardy once. <laughs> in one sitting? It was on Netflix. <laughs> And I was like, why, why is what I said? Why is this on Netflix? <laughs> but I got hooked pretty quickly. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> and in speaking w- of indulging. In one sitting, huh? Uh, I don't remember if I got to the whole season. But speaking of indulging in, um, in uh, some of the world's finest treats, uh, if this is the free episode, which if it's not... I think they owe me a little extra cabbage here. Boy, they're getting some free plugs. But my good friends at TwoRoads.com. I'm, why do I keep saying Two Roads? <laughs> Jesus. Two Tours. <laughs> two Tours.com. Uh, definitely check them out. Despite my uh, lack of literacy, <laughs> they are a great company. They support this program. Uh, and they're veterans. Uh, Nick and Grant, both veterans of Afghanistan. When they came home, suffered from a little anxiety, just like your boy here, and uh, decided... It's the, exact, the, it's the exact same, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is. We've both been through our trauma. They told me that, actually. They said, Mike, you're just like us. We want you to sponsor this product. Here's a purple heart. 
Yeah. <laughs> Mike, we're three in the same here. The two of us here at uh, twotours.com and you, all American heroes. Uh, so twotours.com, promo code Mike, by the way, gets you 10% off and free shipping of federally gr- federally... <laughs> I am terrible at this. Legalized. Federally legalized hemp uh, (laughs) that you can get in the form of gummies, vapes, wax, all kinds of stuff. Go to their website, twotours.com to check them out, peruse their items, see what you like. And like I said, use promo code Mike. That's my name, M-I-K-E, at checkout to make sure you get 10% off and free shipping. Uh, if you're in Tennessee, also they're in the middle Tennessee area with their own retail store so you can pop in. And uh, I believe if you just, you know, say my name there, I'm, I'm sure the discount will work too. They'll know who Mike is down there, I imagine. Um, but if you're uh, lazier like me and you want to deliver it right to your doorstep, go to twotours.com and uh, check out their products, see what they've got to offer, and use promo code Mike. Our, it's our first sponsor, so help us out here. They support the show. They've got an excellent product. Oh, I, I, meant, I should say this every time. Uh, but honestly, it tastes terrific. I know that's a, a sticking point with some people when uh, it comes to cannabis, but mm. uh, both the vape and the gummies tasted phenomenal when I tried them. So, gummies. I would recommend those. Love me some gummies. Go get yourself some gummies and uh, use promo code Mike at checkout. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Hand me that puppy home. Yeah, and and it it helps the show if you guys uh, support our first ever advertiser. They're good, they're good people. Um, all right. So yeah, two tours.com. Now let's get into, uh, uh, I wanted to talk about this Larry David thing too. Oh yeah. We, I don't think we ever got to that. <laughs> no, we didn't. I, I don't, I don't pull anything for that, but that story is the most Larry David curb your enthusiasm episode I've ever heard in my it life. It is, but I also find it, I don't know. It's a little weird to me that like. And because it's Larry David, I I don't scrutinize it that harshly just because I love him. He's a you know an idol of mine. Mm-hmm. But uh, if anyone else, I would criticize the fact that like, I mean, the guy was on Epstein's island. You're yelling about about voting for Trump. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's allegedly uh, gotten like the allegations are what that he's gotten massages from. Uh, children sex slaves essentially yeah so that seems a little worse than fraternizing with the former president (laughs) you know so i do kind of hate the idea that like that's what you call him out for does he uh does he not did he not get accused of actually sexually assaulting these women uh, well, he has been, so Dershowitz has been very steadfast in saying he's completely innocent. And he always said, like, Hey, let's, you know, go through the facts. Um, he did end up doing that podcast with Kirk a few years ago. I remember that. But even since then people will call him out. I see him on Twitter all the time. Like check your facts. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. How would I check that? <laughs> that's a, that's a great point. I mean, Bill Gates, <laughs> Bill, Bill Gates is getting away with it. I mean, so yeah, right. I mean, I don't think Jeffrey Epstein sent me the footage. I, I don't know if I can go through it or not. No, absolutely not. But, uh, but yeah, Dersh- so if you missed it though, the, the odder part of the interaction was like, yeah, you're right. It literally was a curb type interaction where, uh, Dershowitz goes up to say hi to Larry David and Larry basically told him to fuck off. Which seems like a fabricated story, but like there were witnesses there, mm-hmm. you know. Although I guess it seems like something people could also just make up. I guess, but I mean, it, it is Larry David. Well, that's my point: is that if you see Larry David, you're going to make up that he was essentially in a live episode of Curb. <laughs> you know, you're not going to say I oh, was snorting lines and fucking partying. Like, this is much more believable. It's kind of upsetting, though, that that's, like, what he yells at people about. Well, that's what I'm... Uh, it'd be nice of you to join the program. That's what I was saying a few moments ago. No, I know that. I know I know that. I, I At the beginning of this conversation, I was like, oh, that's great that, you know... Yeah. He's being Larry David in character. I'm just saying it's just sad that, you know... What, are you a Trump voter? Which, to be, uh, to be fair to Larry... Because, like I said, I would criticize anyone else for this because it became very fashionable to do that in the last five years. Mm -hmm. But uh, to Larry's credit, there is an episode of Curb 
where uh, he gets a, basically a hall pass to cheat on Cheryl, <laughs> like for their 10th anniversary present. Yeah. And uh, there's an episode where he's making out with, I think the woman's name, at least in the show, is uh, Felicity Huffman or something like that. Who's in the producers with him. It's the season he's in uh, the Mel Brooks play. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and he's making out with her in her dressing room. And he stops her and he goes, is that a picture of Bush? <laughs> and she goes, yeah. He goes, you have a picture of George Bush on your nightstand? And she goes, yes, Larry. He goes, are you a Republican? <laughs> she goes, yeah. And he just gets up and walks out. <laughs> <laughs> so Larry's been doing this forever. So, you know, I don't, it's a, it's a weird instinct to not associate yourself with people based on what they voted, but I at least give Larry credit that he was doing it before it was cool. But the part I thought was more strange. Did you read, did you read the article? No. Or did you just see that? So if you read the article, uh, Dershowitz like rips off his shirt and has another shirt underneath that says like freedom of speech. It's in the constitution. <laughs> or like it's the Constitution, bro, or something like that. Where I was like, "What is he? A fucking did, the corniest professional wrestler of all time?" Did he walk out of a phone booth like Superman? <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. Where I was like, "That is what made me think like they can't be lying." Yeah, because you don't look at fucking eighty-five-year-old Alan Dershowitz and think, "Well, that's a man that ripped his shirt off." <laughs> And pounded his chest like Denzel in Training Day. Yeah. <laughs> Larry David ain't got shit on me. <laughs> there was just yelling at Martha's Vineyard in front of a convenience store. That's where it was, Martha's Vineyard? Uh, I believe so, yeah. No shit, everyone's there, huh? That's where they all hang, yeah. They all got COVID and had to quarantine? Is that what it was? Yeah. There was another, uh, there was some other super spreader event the other night. Uh, I forget. One of these other liberals had another birthday party or something. Hmm. Uh, there was one last night, too. <laughs> it's fine. I was shaking hands and, you know, it was one. I'm unvaccinated. <laughs> Me, too. Me and you are the only one that going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we're not. Because, uh, so Alba, uh, someone in her family um, got... COVID, even though they have the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And then other people in their family, because of that, other people got it who also have the vaccine, like the Delta variant or whatever. And then my mom just told me that um, some people, I don't know, friends of theirs or something. I have to pay attention to all these stories. But what I gathered was that uh, more people who have the vaccine got the Delta variant. So it's like just fucking live your lives. You're going to get COVID. We're all going to get it. It's fun. Everyone's getting it. It's You're just, only cool if you get COVID. We just That's haven't, what I we haven't got vaxxed, so we're just going to get hit hard with it. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get a nerd if you get the vaccine at this point. We're going to get tubes involved in shit. <laughs> oh, that'll be fun. That'll be great. Everyone will love that picture. Oh, Matt, Matt's in the chat. Matt from Rhode Island. So met him last night. Oh, shout out Vaulted Podcasts. Uh, Tuck at Rhode Island, you know? Yes. If you, if you do a podcast uh, just like this one, or you will, let's say if you want it to be a little higher quality than this one, then check out Vaulted Podcast in Kentucky, Rhode Island. That's where our boy who cuts our clips, Matt from Rhode Island. He is a monster, uh, by the way. Meaning what? I thought he was going to be like 5'6". The, the pedophilia you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a monster. A monstrous human being. <laughs> I heard kicking from his trunk. <laughs> no, he was like 6'3". I was like, holy fuck. Was he that tall? He was wicked tall. I felt bad. Matt, if you're still in the chat, I apologize. Because I felt I was thinking about this this morning. I... Uh, I didn't I didn't snub him, certainly. But I didn't talk to... I should have talked to him for longer than I did. I should have paid him more respect. Well, in uh, in both of our defense, I just turned around to throw uh, either a beer can or a water bottle away, and I turned back around to talk to him, and he was gone. So, <laughs> oh, okay, all right, that makes me feel bad. I, he didn't I, want to talk to us. I blame him. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had had enough. <laughs> he just kept disappearing. Well, that's understandable. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do wonder though if Larry. Because, like, Larry has always said that the character on Curb is the version of himself that he would like to be. But it's like, is he, so is he just going up to people? Like, if he sees someone in a MAGA hat, does he, is he fucking accosting them? I don't know. Because the only good episode of Curb this last season was the one where he uh, wore 
the Make America Great Again hat to get out of <laughs> uncomfortable social situations. <laughs> that was a good episode. <laughs> it was hilarious. So yeah. it's it's also hard to be that guy who like is able to joke about it and then be fucking screaming at elderly men on the streets <laughs> because they they pal around with Trump. How old is Larry David now? Seventy five, I would guess. Yeah, he should probably stop then. <laughs> well, he could take Dershowitz, I think. The most relatable thing to ever come out of Curb was uh, the episode when he's in the elevator and the, the woman's coming and he does the fake try to hit the button. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> and it shuts and he's like, oh, sorry. And then just, uh, I do that all the time. I'm like, oh, yeah, I got yeah. it. Oh, no. <laughs> and when you know mayhem ensued because of that. <laughs> Yes. Wasn't the Larry la- the last Larry heard from that lady? <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> um, uh, what was the, I forget the uh, other stories I sent you. Oh, the, okay. The, before I forget, the craziest one, and I don't even care about the story. Very sad. Uh, a college student died. At uh, do you know what university it was? I'm, I can't remember. Uh, Be- uh, Butler University. Butler University. Very sad. Um, and I went to college. <laughs> like, you just, I'm sorry. That was just funny the way you said that. And I went to college. I went to college. So I know what it can be like to, <laughs> to be a college student like this. Yeah. No, no, no. I went to college and it was a smaller school. Uh, and, and Butler is a much bigger school, if I'm not mistaken, right? Oh, yeah. Big, big school. I don't remember there being social cliques the way there were in high school. No. Which is why I found this headline to be stunning to me. Oh, <laughs> would you care to read the headline uh, that was published in the New York Post this morning? Popular Butler University student killed in drive-by shooting. No, not one of the popular ones. Yeah, did you see the the follow-up story was goth geek hung under a bridge. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> Boring. Boo. <laughs> Folks, try and brace yourselves. The cool table has an empty seat this morning. <laughs> Regina George's lunch table isn't as full as it was. There's an open spot yeah, if that, you're looking to get in. That table is so fetch. <laughs> Popular kid. And I look I looked through the comments. Because I was like, I can't be the only one who finds this stunning. But I was. Like, none of the comments were like, hey, retards, what are you doing? <laughs> the kid's name was Zan. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not going to say he deserved it, but Jesus. <laughs> Zan Corman. Oh, God. I mean, he, you know, listen, no one deserves a tragic death. Someone do a drive-by at the funeral, too, please. <laughs> you know, if I had, if I was just going by names and had to pick someone. <laughs> oh, he would be at least on the last list. Of no, of course, it's very sad. And that's the other thing. Uh, I got a comment from some moron, uh, which so I tweeted. I quote tweeted that and said, uh, what did I say exactly? Oh, I said, uh. Uh, why couldn't they have taken some nerd instead? <laughs> Which it seems pretty clear that I'm mocking the headline. I didn't see that, so that's funny. <laughs> it seems pretty obvious I'm mocking the way the headline is phrased. Popular kid gunned down. Uh, I like the idea that, like, you know, they, the New York Post, like, the next one will be like, Preppy Jock, gone too soon. <laughs> it's like you have to give their social ranking. <laughs> but uh kid so with I, three I, yeah, kid with three friends, three friends gunned down. <laughs> <laughs> social pariah dead at 21. Uh so I I tweeted that out and I thought it was pretty clear I was making fun of the headline and someone replies to me. Uh do you feel good about yourself making fun of a young man who died? And then he tags Kirk like he's going to get me oh, fired. Jesus. And says, is this what your daddy wants you to do? Who was it? We got. And shame. I was like, what the fuck? And then someone else, uh, a good gearhead, I assume, replied, yeah, dummy. He was making fun of the uh, headline. And the guy goes, oh, I see it now. 
<laughs> no, no, no. You don't get to just do that. I want an apology from you. <laughs> I'm going to see. Uh, let's see. I deserve an apology for that <laughs> because you have to be so fucking brain dead to not understand that I was making fun of the headline in that oh, moment. It, um, it's a weirder tweet than you just made it seem. Please. Why are you making fun of a kid who died? Is Daddy Kirk proud of you now? Sad. Well, first of all, you think he communicates with me at all? Never mind, tells me what to tweet. <laughs> I like how like, then, uh, someone said it's about the headline, not the kid. And you just go, seems impossible not to get that. <laughs> <laughs> I was in stunned disbelief. <laughs> but yeah, the New York Post, uh, you know. Unfortunately, hours after that, uh, math nerd was, uh, we lost him to cancer. <laughs> nerd. Science geek gets lymphoma. Very sad. <laughs> <laughs> Honor student drowned this weekend. <laughs> Class bitch suffers from MS. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, New York Post? <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. As if, as if, if they just said college student killed in hit, uh, hit and run, or what was it? Drive by. Yeah, popular student, not college student. No, no, no. no but I'm saying is if if they just said uh, college student dies in uh, drive by shooting. We'd go, I mean, you know, was he one of the cool kids? I mean, come on. Why am I going to waste my time on this article, New York Post? You haven't told me if he's cool or not. Does, uh, does he have a lot of friends, though? <laughs> That's the first question. That's the first question the coroner asks. Yeah. And, and not to mention well, where we started was basically like, not only is it uh, disgusting and just vulture-like journalism, which I typically like the New York Post, but it is like repulsive that they make headlines like that. But also inaccurate, because as I said, I went to college. There were not popular kids, <laughs> you know, yeah. like there weren't like, oh, that's that's the cool kid going. Like there were some people that you knew around campus, but like usually they were odd. <laughs> like they weren't the kids you wanted to hang out with. <laughs> You knew him because they autistically showed up at your door and wouldn't stop talking to you. <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad the New York Post is, uh, you know, making sure that social classes remain prevalent in in schools throughout the nation. Fraternity all star. <laughs> yeah, frat Beat bro, beaten to death outside. <laughs> 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 uh, teacher's pet <laughs> robbed and <laughs> murdered and mugging outside of a liquor store. Emo kid like, dies wow, of dehydration. She, she deserved it for all the homework she wanted. Yeah, uh, I love that. That's uh, yeah. So I I couldn't believe that, and the, I I also couldn't believe that I was the only. I was looking through the comments. Like, come on, people, you got to join me in this one. This is a good beating we can give the. But then I sent it to uh, the warthog. Yeah. And he goes, uh, he goes, you know, they love beating that popular drum. Like, I guess it's a, a thing they do in the New York Post to, I don't know, get clicks <laughs> that they phrase it like that, where they say like popular student dies or whatever. See, I'd feel I'd feel more inclined to click on like a loner kid uh, suicided himself or something. Like, Yeah, well, it's after nine others have died <laughs> at his hand. Yes, yeah, usually. <laughs> 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 but I do I mean it does uh, I mean Mulaney did a bit about it. I just didn't know how real it was mm -hmm. but Mulaney has a bit where he talks about the uh, like catchphrases of the New York Post <laughs> like uh, any man who cheats on his wife is a bozo uh, any child who dies is an angel and a child who gets raped is a tot oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> pervs yeah. touch tots <laughs> if there are no children in the eyes of the New York Post you're either a tot or you're dead and you're an angel. Warthog. I just didn't realize like how steadfast that was with them. I was talking to Warthog yesterday. He really liked the Mulaney show. Oh, I, yeah, he's a big Mulaney fan. I asked him, uh, 
I, I go, was it funnier than than Shane? And he said he laughed harder at Shane's show, but he enjoyed mm. the whole show with Mulaney more. And I go, that's because he probably told stories and took you on like a ride. And Shane was just Boy, like, what, did, what insightful guy he is. <laughs> Shane was like, dick joke, dick joke, dick joke. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, what a mastermind. The war. I didn't realize he thought on that level. <laughs> he's got <laughs> the warthog. He's good. He's a good dude. I like him. He's a, he's a good dude. He was, however, furious at Mulaney's show because uh, when they were putting our phones in the fucking, you know, Ziploc bags or whatever they did. Oh, he's doing that too. Like the, the sealed cases. Yep. Uh, they dropped his. <laughs> <laughs> and then he couldn't get it out, obviously, to check whether or not they fucked it up. Uh, so he was just seething. Oh, the whole show? Well, no. Like, I eventually I heard him like laugh. He was like a couple seats away from me, but I heard him laughing. Mm-hmm. But uh, like the whole, like, uh, you know, it was like a half an hour. We were in our seats till the show started and then all the way through our opener. Like Alba would lean into me and be like, "Is is he all right? Like, is, <laughs> <laughs> is he gonna be? Is he gonna make it?" <laughs> that was I couldn't believe some of the people last night going up to him like, "Is, is your girlfriend here?" Like, Dude, shut up! <laughs> like, let him be. <laughs> oh, I like the guy. I felt bad afterwards because I don't know if I was like rude. I didn't mean to be rude, but uh, someone came up to me and goes, uh, "Hey, Mike, we found Alba. We were hanging with her over there." And I go. I say it a little louder. I'm not sure everyone heard you. <laughs> I was there for that one. Yeah, great. Direct more attention to her. I was, and then it happened 48 more times. <laughs> yeah, so then I felt bad because I was like, well, she's obviously making herself known. <laughs> I didn't even go say hi because uh, I didn't want to like, bring attention. And I'm like, well, there's a lot of people going to say hi. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, was like, hey, I guess once, once you find her, it's uh, everyone knows, you know? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, that was the main one I really wanted to talk about. But what, what else did I send you this morning? I forget. Uh, let's see. Damon Wayans going after Chappelle. Yeah, so that was weird. Is Do you he, know what this is about? I found it very odd that he's like, I challenge you to a duel of stand-up. So have you seen Versus before? Or heard of it? Uh, no. Oh, I thought that was like a hip term for saying like, <laughs> I challenge you. <laughs> no, so it's a show where like musicians, typically musicians will go on and they'll play like their hits at each other <laughs> i feel like a fucking moron i was like that is a corny way of saying that but all right <laughs> I, I think someone in the comments may correct me but i think that's what it is and you just kind of okay. you kind of go on a hit off and see who wins basically that's still a li- like um no, i mean e- damon waynes is crazy successful that's even that's even worse well, that, so that's what I'm saying. Like, Damon Wayne's is crazy successful. He can do whatever he wants and come, like, you know, if he wants to do that, great. But it looks very like you're just clinging to Chappelle's name to get a headline. Correct. You know, like, Chappelle's not going to fucking do that. No. And how would that even work? Like, you go joke for joke? I don't understand. It would be so, most people find Chappelle funnier, and then some people find Damon funnier. I don't understand. How would that even... Who the fuck besides his family, out? besides his family who would have to say Damon was funnier, would say that? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. So, I mean, he killed back in the day, I've heard. I don't know his comedy that well. Major Pain's one of my favorite movies. He used to, like, decimate. I guess he was a phenomenal stand-up. But, you know, it's... <laughs> Like people say, there's a people that a lot of people say that about. I mean, fucking Steve Harvey is one of the kings of comedy, you know. Oh, I know. Ugh. You ever see uh, Cometown has talked about this, like the, <laughs> Nick Mullen? Uh, oh, we never talked about this, by the way. Do we know why Nick Mullen was trending on Twitter the other day? Could not find it. It's baffling. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I couldn't find it. Nick Mullen of Cometown was trending on Twitter, and when you click on it, there were like nine tweets about him. <laughs> It's a pretty good algorithm for him. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, good for him. It got his name out there, I guess, to some people. <laughs> but uh, he does a Steve Harvey impression, and there's a particular joke he always brings up. And it's 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 not exaggerated. I used to think he was just exaggerating it for the impression. But Steve Harvey has a joke where he goes, uh, you know, when you were young and you used to take a piss, and now you're older and you... You don't piss anymore. You urinate. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, because of the way he delivers it, I almost find it funny. But it's like, can you imagine fucking any white, corny white guy saying that and possibly getting a laugh out of it? See, that seems like a joke from his time, though. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Speaking of uh, corny white guys, 
I like David Spade. <laughs> Do you know what I'm about to say? I don't know. <laughs> so uh, the skirt in the other room is watching, um, uh, what is it? Bachelor in Paradise. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chris Harrison um, obviously uh, put on a clan outfit and uh, served as Grand Wizard. So they got rid of him. And uh, they replaced him with David Spade this season, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I mean, may I apologize to the great Joe Rogan? <laughs> Did I say Rogan sold out? I think I might have retracted it. I don't know if I ever said Rogan sold out, but if I did, I've never known selling out until I saw David Spade on this fucking show. No, we said uh, Rogan sold out, but we would also do the same thing. <laughs> right, we- right. But that, but nah, it doesn't look anywhere near selling out. So David Spade, I've always thought is kind of funny. He's on this show and he's doing jokes like, uh, I guess one of the guys on Bachelor in Paradise works at a grocery store. Mm-hmm. And uh, David Spade goes, uh, Are you going to double bag it tonight? Uh-huh. <laughs> Paper or plastic? <laughs> and I was like, David, you've got a great career. What are you doing? Why? <laughs> Get out of there. <laughs> How much could they possibly be paying you? A lot. They must have paid him a shit ton, and I don't know why they would. Uh, Not because David Spade would be bad at that. I'm sure he's, you know, that was repulsive to watch, but I'm sure he's fine. But, like, how can that be worth that much money? Because you can just get any handsome guy to host Bachelor in Paradise, and they'll get the same ratings, right? Yeah. I I think they're purposely doing that. I I really enjoy him when he gets interviewed by Stern. That's the only time I've listened to like a full Stern. Yeah. See, like that's where, like, I don't, I don't know his standup at all. And, uh, I mean, obviously I like, like Tommy boy, but I, I haven't seen a ton of his, uh, Joe dirt's funny, obviously black sheep. I don't know if I ever saw black sheep. It's like Tommy boy, but I think it's funny. No, I know. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's why I never saw it. (laughs) But, um, but well, yeah, like when I see, when I've seen him in interviews and the clips I saw of his comedy central show and shit like that, Mm -hmm. uh, he seems like a funny dude. Everyone now he's hosting like nine reality shows. Everybody says that his standup is like awesome. Like people we like. Yeah. So the reason I'm hesitant with that shit is because like they'll say that shit about like Leno too. They'll say like, oh, Leno, you know, say what you want about Leno. He crushes on the road. Well, he does. It's just shit material. Well, right. That's so I I don't really understand it, you know, but maybe I come off as a, maybe I come off as too much of a comedy snob. Sometimes people have said you're a veteran now. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. That video will maybe. Much like uh, the great Cosby himself. I was sitting down. (laughs) Well, he went to take the mic off the thing and realized it didn't come off. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I got the whole thing on video, so if we're allowed, people may see. I won't. Put, I don't think I'll put it on because if if it's you know, I won't even ask. I don't think because uh, if they're keeping it uh, private, I don't want to put part of it on here. You know. Yeah, we <laughs> we got we just got a need. We need like a seven second clip of you getting a laugh so everyone can shut it. <laughs> no, no, they'll they'll have to they'll have nothing but the mystique to go on. I almost like it better that way because I don't think it was that funny. But like, if people say it and never get to see it, then it almost makes you look better. No, dude, like I was around some of like the you know the assholes of Twitter, and they were all laughing. Of course you were, your pals. They were all laughing, dude. It was funny. Oh, terrific! I'm glad I pleased them. Pleased everybody. It's funny. Um. Oh, speaking of Rogan. He was uh, he was one of the stories I sent you as well, right? Yes, sir. I do have to say I'm a little sick of. Uh, does the Daily Caller? That's a Republican. What is that? Tucker Carlson's website. I think so. I get them confused with the Daily Wire. I forget that's, which is which. That's Ben Shapiro. Okay, so yeah, the Daily Caller I think is Tucker Carlson. Yep. And I mean, is there anything happening in the world other than what Joe Rogan says? Yeah, maybe Afghanistan. <laughs> like he's become, Joe Rogan has become a champion of the Daily Caller for some reason. Every time I'm scrolling through Twitter, I see, hey, do you hear what Rogan said? It's the Daily Caller is tapping me on the shoulder. You hear what Rogan said? <laughs> you catch Rogan yesterday? <laughs> Leave me alone. Oh, uh, uh, Tucker Carlson sold his stake of the Daily Caller in July 2020. Oh, okay. All right. But yeah, I am thinking the right website anyways. 
Um, so yeah, Rogan, I guess, uh, during his standup the other night reiterated, why the fuck are you listening to me for vaccine advice? So I was just happy to hear that, that he like really did. Again, that's why I said the selling out thing. Like he made a hundred million dollars, but he still doesn't really seem to give a fuck. And all these past, uh, daily caller articles from the last two weeks are all from the same fucking interview. Oh, the, oh no, no. But this last one was his standup. Oh, was it? Does it they put to a, be fair? It was oh. referring to, it was him responding to, um, the, when he said, uh, the vaccine paperwork is close to uh, what did he compare it to slave times or slave papers? Yeah. Slave papers. Yeah. Um, so that's what most of it was about. But then this was in response to that when he was on stage where he just basically said like, fuck, fuck the media, which oh. I'm happy he's doing. Oh, cause they have the video and he's talking about vaccine passports, which I think we might've played. Um, yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah, we don't need to play it again. I just thought it was funny that he's like, that he has to respond to that. Uh, he's getting it every day, dude. They want him so bad. Dead. They want him dead. It's just going to make, it's going to make our love for him stronger. Well, like there are some people that are like, all right, we got it. You talk about Rogan, but it's like, based on the amount of articles I see about Rogan, I don't talk about him 1% of the time that he's, that he's being talked about, you know? Oh, I know. I know. So it's very weird. Like, they want him badly, and I don't really understand it. Is it because he's bald? It's probably it. <laughs> bald white guy. <laughs> the baldest. Imagine if it was some turquoise-headed person was just like, you know, I'm just, he's bald. Fuck him. <laughs> His genetics stink. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm feeling this might be uh, this might be the free one. I'm thinking. I, I think so. It's good too because then I won't have to go back and uh, you know block off the other ones and remember what we talked about. <laughs> yeah, it's more topical too. The, if we put out Tuesdays, it's like who gives a fuck? Afghanistan, we've done it to death. And you know what? You know? Still going on. <laughs> yeah, big whoop. Yeah. yeah, we didn't solve it. On, if you missed Tuesday's episode on Patreon.com/slash/BlindMike. Uh, we talked about Afghanistan, but it appears we didn't solve it, unfortunately. No, still, still a problem. <laughs> still, still a big issue. Still not great over there. Yeah, I do wonder. I think the only hope Biden has, boy, it doesn't look good for the old bastard. I <laughs> know, uh, but I think the only hope he has is if, in you know, five or ten years, we might forget the way he left Afghanistan, and we're like, well, thank God he got out of there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's the only, well, I mean, the way like people forget, you know, Bush is just a fucking wacky guy who's making finger paintings. <laughs> um, that, that might be how they think of Biden in like five years or something. But I don't it think seem so. good for the rest of his presidency. No, because here's the problem. He was supposed to uh, go in, get everyone with a United States passport out, go back, get all our shit out, then takes the troops out. Instead, he yeah. instead he took the troops out and everyone went, what the fuck, Joe? He was like fucking George Costanza running away from a fire. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Pushing everyone out of the way. Exactly. Now people are literally throwing babies over walls to Marines and they're fucking sitting in our helicopters and shit. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, like I said, I don't I I'm not the uh, most political guy, as you guys know, listening, but uh what tells me it's fucking nuts is when you see the left like this is bad. <laughs> like, this was not good. <laughs> um, uh, Kirk is right. Says, did you notice Felger's wife quit her job? I did not. Me neither. The wood. Right? I also don't really care. I don't you like a local news anchor. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Felger probably makes enough. I'm sure she was making decent money there, but like. Dude. I think Felger's doing all right too. They have a house in Nantucket, right? I was gonna say Felger's making one point five easy. <laughs> Why is is there a scandal behind that? I don't know. Because I, on the surface, I wouldn't care about that at all. But I don't know if there's some you know backstory that I'm not aware of. I think they'll. Uh, I think they'll. They're figuring it out in the ch in the chat here. Well, we'll find hmm. out. But yeah, dude, that maybe she's maybe she's leaving him for Jared Carabas. Maybe that would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> I meant to talk about that the other day. Uh, I so. I like Jared. <laughs> Jared's my my guy. I'm team Jared. But it is weird. It's I think Jared wants Felger to talk about him more than he should care. 
Do you know what I mean? You think? Like Jared gets super. He's he's referring to Felger as like the king of Boston media, which is like he is. It's well, it's true by default, right? You know what I mean? Because you can't count Kirk or Portnoy anymore because it's not. But you know what I mean? Like they're not Boston centric, right? So it's like I I haven't heard anyone. I so I used to be so into radio. So when things would happen, people would talk to me about it. No one has talked to me about 98.5 or EEI in two years, three years, unless it's something that um, like we talked about on Kirk's show or I'm trying to think there was something, wasn't there something dumb that uh, like Merloni made national headlines for asking someone some question or something? Wasn't it like sort of, uh, it was like a semi-controversial question. I sort of remember that for some reason. Yeah, I have a vague memory, but even that, I, I don't remember what the fuck it was. Couldn't tell you and, what, uh, yeah. No. And Fred Toucher losing his mind is the other thing. That was great radio. I listened to that. Yeah. So those are the two. Other than those two in the last couple of years, I haven't heard no one has asked me, hey, did you hear this on EEI or 98.5? So this idea that Carabas is like created that like the king of all media is going after him is a little bit exaggerated. Yeah, I think he... Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, Killer K said, my pale skin wouldn't last long in Afghanistan. <laughs> well, that's fair. <laughs> that's very true. That's very true. Um, I think uh, Felger is overblown on a national level for sure. <laughs> like, Meaning what? Like when he says he's, you can't use the word king of media. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's what I'm saying is like, yeah, he's the king of Boston media by default. <laughs> like who the fuck else is there in the so afternoon? Therefore, he's like a small town mayor in the grand scheme of radio. Right. It's not like Mike the Mad Dog where they were just New York, but everyone knew who they were. Or even Ordway, when Ordway reigned supreme, I think was bigger than Felger because there was only one station. Oh, that was that was the biggest that was the biggest shit ever. Right. They were doing like 20s. So, so that's so that's all I was saying is like, I th- obviously, I think Carabas is right because Felger is like, hey, Jared's a homer. So, yeah. No shit, Mike. I did enjoy his uh, his um, uh, WWE like promo though. I did enjoy that. See, well, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm just not into that shit. Maybe that's why I wasn't as as uh, jazzed up about it. It was it was pretty funny. But it's like I don't know. How about Felger? And maybe he does. I don't really listen anymore. But like, how about Felger goes after fucking Pete Abraham for being a homer? Yeah, I don't know. You no, know? but that's the guy the, who wears the same shoes as the players. That's the thing, and I think. Um, I think Kirk said it. I think this was Friday they were talking about it. Or you were on Wednesday. I don't remember. But there's no... Jared does not hide who he is. He just, Right. It's like, you're a homer. Yeah, no shit. I'm pretty sure I say that about myself 12 times a day. <laughs> it's like going... It's literally like going to a Red Sox game and picking out a fan with a, with a, <laughs> a cap and a, a shirt jersey on. And going, hey, you're a homer. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm a fan of the team. You go to it's Fen- pretty clear. <laughs> you go to Fenway and be like, why are you a Diamondbacks fan? He does a podcast with David Ortiz. No shit. <laughs> Which I guess maybe that's where this started. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, it just seemed like uh, I don't know. It seemed I thought like Jared was kind of above. It seemed like he was going down to Felger's level almost. Like I thought he was too excited. To be at war with Michael Felger, like he he treated it as if I'm trying to think of who the national equivalent would you know like uh, fucking uh, Skip Bayless was going after him or something you know yeah but yeah. Uh, he wants he uh, wants uh, what are they saying uh, they're saying he wants credit for being tough on Red Sox Felger does yeah or. I think they mean Carabas, no? Uh, Felger mentioned it's more work and energy to push back against the team. I don't think so. Uh, no, it isn't. <laughs> I think it's... <laughs> hey, look at your partner, Mike. <laughs> like, I think Michael Felger, it seems like he works pretty hard, but Maz's entire job is just say the opposite of whatever the callers are going to say that day. Right. That doesn't take a lot of effort. <laughs> like, it takes a skill to do it well, I guess. Uh, but I don't think it takes a, it, I don't think Tony Maz is exhausted when he goes home every day. 
No, but in saying it's easier to to say you're a fan of the team is definitely not true because you you get a lot more shit. (laughs) But I'm saying people will be like, "Oh, this guy's stat line is that they do all that shit," and someone doesn't like you, be like, "Not what I saw." That's it. (laughs) You know what's easy? What's easier to do, Felger, is to claim you're an unbiased observer and then just write puff pieces about the organization and uh, talk about how everything's great. And then, uh, you know, wear matching sneakers in the clubhouse. I don't know why I can't get past that, but I can't, and I never will. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, David. Huh? Same shoes. (laughs) Look at these. Shoe buddies. (laughs) What did Pete, what did Pete, if you you never heard that story, um, David Price wore like somewhat unique shoes in the clubhouse one day and someone commented on him. And the next day, Pete Abraham showed up with the same pair of shoes. And was like, huh, David, what do you look at us? Samesies. What did he think was to be gained from that? He was gonna get the Carabas like scoops. Like but like David Price would be like, hey, we that wear the same shoes. We're brothers. He was gonna get the Carabas like scoops and he was gonna get the the comments that uh Pete Abraham and David Price were gonna get bunk beds. <laughs> but why? Because you wear the same I've never and uh, you know I'm a I'm a Nikes and a uh, whatever the great people at Tri State Running send me type of shoe, so I wear the shoes of the people. And uh, I've never had anyone come up to me and go, "Hey, same <laughs> shoes." You know what that means? I guess we're getting lunch together now. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> it's just uh, uh, OJ comes up to you and goes, "Hey, Mike, we got the same glasses." <laughs> I would happily go to lunch with that gentleman. <laughs> Bend his ear for a few hours. You just see like a poor little girl waitress come over and be like, please pick a different table. <laughs> <laughs> I would be honestly, I would be like Sasha Baron Cohen when he got when he got OJ on. Wasn't there another but not even do it for cameras? I would just be like, come on, Juice, tell me. There was me a <laughs> there was a new we we didn't do it yet. There was another uh um there was another fucking OJ video, wasn't there? We were supposed to talk about. Oh yes, there was. Let me pull this puppy up. <sighs> Should we end with that? I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh, uh, while Craig is looking for that, I'll tell you guys again. Go to two rows. Oh, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you guys again. Go to twotours.com and use promo code Mike. Uh, honestly, if you are uh, looking for cannabis, you're looking to take the edge off anxiety-wise, and you want to do it with federally legal hemp, you want to support a couple of great uh, gearheads and veterans of this here United States, uh, then check out twotours.com and save 10% and get free shipping by using promo code Mike. My name, M-I-K-E. Pretty good. Um. There's four videos. They all seem to be on the same subject. So what are they? All about Afghanistan. Oh, oh I know what it is. Afghanistan. <laughs> all right, let's let's give it a whirl. Hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. Well, football is back for this preseason, and this morning all the news is about the return of COVID and the Taliban. Uh, it's like Vietnam, this Afghanistan. I love, I love, I love, and as we say every time, maybe it's hack to pull up OJ videos, but I just love that he feels like he's a social commentator now. I just like Taliban. You know, I broke down the game back in the 80s, and now I've, I've upgraded. I'm commented on the whole wide world. <laughs> the Taliban. <laughs> COVID and the Taliban. I'm going to start this from the top because I didn't have the video up when I hit play. All right. Hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. Well, football is back, <laughs> but it's preseason. And this morning, all the news is about the return of COVID and the Taliban. Uh... <laughs> It's like Vietnam, this Afghanistan thing. It's deja vu all over again. (laughs) No, no, dude. A fly just landed on his forehead. (laughs) Like straight up landed on his forehead. Hold on, where is it? This Afghanistan thing. Look at right here, people. Can you see? In the comments, can you see the fly on his head? I am circling it with my mouse. (laughs) Well, even more than that, I just love Uh the idea 
of summarizing two unnecessary wars where what hundreds of thousands or millions of people i don't know the the death totals Not but an a lot of fucking people died yeah and just summing that up with a yogi berra quote <laughs> kirky walnut kirky walnut says the mike pence fly found oj oh yeah i forgot about that someone made a uh a mike pence fly um Twitter the like, as it was happening and they got like 200,000 followers in like two minutes. I remember. I wonder what they do now. Like what? <laughs> they probably just turned it into a personal one and like I'm a baller. What up? <laughs> He's just like, uh, you should release the live show. It's fucking bullshit. It's <laughs> <laughs> an asshole on Twitter now. <laughs> uh, let's watch this fly land on his head. <laughs> Uh, it's like Vietnam, this Afghanistan thing. It's deja vu all over again, the quote Yogi Bear. Um, I don't get it. I remember Yogi. when we supported the Taliban, when we gave them weapons and advice, uh, along with Osama bin Laden, believe it or not. Strange bit, fellows. But I like we did OJ's like, childlike wonderment. As he walks, as he walks through the decades, he goes, <laughs> like, I, I don't get it. We used to be pals. Well, you know, the Taliban. Well, you know how some kids met Mean Joe Green and they were like, oh, my God, it's Mean Joe Green. Yeah. He he his want, perception of the world is shattering. Yeah, he wants to meet. He always wanted to meet his hero, Osama bin Laden. He thought his uh, videos of news reporters getting their heads sawn off was just delightful. It turns out he's a bad guy. Now, I know that some people have been falsely accused of things before. I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. Hey, Osama, huge fan. I like your work. Uh, I like those two hanging out. The juice and bin Laden. He's, he's like, uh, how sharp do you get these things? And the Taliban's like, really dull, actually. <laughs> but I just like that. Uh, OJ's like a a nine year old. Like five, he's like, it seems almost as though the world is corrupt. <laughs> you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's literally Dave Smith in the intro to part of the problem. There's a clip of Dave Smith saying, uh, "If you want to know who our next enemy will be, look at who who we're funding now." Oh, so yeah. literally in a comedian's podcast. The first quote is what OJ is realizing at age 78 or whatever the fuck he is. <laughs> Trying to get the Russians out, and we didn't seem so worried about how brutally they treated their brutally. people uh, then. Um, now, uh, Afghanistan them, should be the Chinese problem. Uh, they got border issues there, uh, religious issues in some of those border towns, and the Chinese government is pretty smart. They've already started negotiating. This is literally like me when I stumble into a subject like Afghanistan, where I'm like, well, I've started talking, and now I am just going to say words to try and not sound retarded. He is kind of right. He is. He is. I know. But do you think no. it's anything that he didn't just hear on the new new bleh, on the news and regurgitate <laughs> on the nudes? <laughs> <laughs> I have had a, a real trouble talking last uh, the last few days. <laughs> you got maybe having a stroke. You got it all last night. <sighs> well, all right. Twotours.com promo code Mike. Let's finish with OJ. <laughs> They'll recognize them uh, politically. Uh, um, as long as they uh, adhere to a couple of conditions, and one of the main conditions is that they stop harboring terrorist groups. Isn't that what we want? That should be exactly <laughs> what we want. Wouldn't um, that be nice, uh, people? I thought Donald <laughs> Wouldn't that be sweet if we stopped? Let's, you know what, America? Let's stop terrorism. <laughs> Signed, O.J. Simpson. <laughs> Biden just crumples it up and throws it away. <laughs> No, Biden's like, this guy's right. He's making some good points. Hey, listen here, Jack. <laughs> Just two elderly, insane men. <laughs> Don't know what's going on. Uh, how much of this video is left? Uh, a minute. Oh, all right. <laughs> OJ, thank you very much. I don't think we're going to finish that. Uh, OJ, as always, it's been a pleasure. We'll get to you next time. Uh Oh, we didn't get to uh, Caparulo again, so we'll have to do that next time. I suppose maybe next time we'll do it. 
Folks, study up on the John Caparulo, Joey Diaz situation. I'm sure we'll get to it one day. We will. Uh, all right. Um, that's pretty much it, right? Was there anything else we should get to? Uh, that's that's a good spot there. Everyone go. I imagine uh, the comments are just a melee at this point. Um, beheading uh, is a baby a bad by OJ. Don't know what that means, Chef Lewis. Uh <laughs> Uh, people are calling that our rock up for wedding. Menners was uh, yes. in here. What fucking time is it there, dude? Holy shit. <laughs> um, All right. Well, it's been a pleasure, folks. Juice not worth the squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> Should be the name of his book. I know. I know. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, like I said, I keep saying tutors.com, A, because I kept screwing up the name for some reason, <laughs> but also because uh, you guys honestly should. If uh, you support this show, then help us by supporting our sponsors. It's our first sponsor, so we want to show them that the gearheads can move some merch, move some product. Yes. Also. Um, and it's just a good product. So, oh, there was someone with uh, two tours at Saco last night, actually. Oh, yeah. I smelled they it. offered it to me. <laughs> I could smell a lot of two tours at Saco last night. Seemed like there was plenty going around. So <laughs> if you need to restock, folks, you know where to go. Check out uh, Vaulted Podcast, Pawtucket, Rhode Island, uh, at yes. Matt from Rhode Island on Twitter. Check out Very Good Show, new show out tonight at 10. Yes. Go listen to the boys. Go listen to Very Good Show. Um, make sure Mike is okay. Yeah, he's a sad I did dude. pronounce him dead last night at the show. I, I, I saw that. No, it's funny. It's like um, as I as that was happening, I was walking into the bathroom, so I just heard someone say my name, and then I couldn't hear anything because it was all through radios. Oh. <laughs> I was like, hopefully, hopefully it's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, Andy, oh, I, f- I forget. If you guys uh, are not subscribed to Patreon.com/slash/BlindMike, then please do so, because if all of you that listen to this podcast for free were signed up, then we'd be making some righteous bucks. Yeah. A lot of you guys were there last night. You're not cheap bastards, so what the fuck? A lot of people, uh, a lot of patrons there last night. It was nice. Yes, well, uh, appreciate the support, everyone. Um, And I guess we'll talk to you next time. Like I said, the schedule will be a little weird this week. Tuesday should be normal, I think. Mm -hmm. And then Wednesday or Thursday, we might have a TV time capsule for you. And there might one of those days might be a miss. Yeah. Which, yeah, my, one of those days we may just not have anything, unfortunately. Yeah, fucking relax, people. You get like six shows a week. Uh, well, I don't don't worry. I you you're all very good sports, and I appreciate it. But we'll make it up to you at some point. Hey, Mike, and, uh, Mike, Mike, that was good cop, bad cop. That's all. I was going no. for good cop, bad cop. Well, I continue to be good. T- you see, you didn't have to say anything. You didn't have to spoil it. <laughs> I'm still tired. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get the hell out of here. Thank you, folks. Talk to you next time. And I think to myself, wow, what a beautiful world. I see clouds of rain. Ha, 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 ha.